Hey everybody, what's going on? This is your host, uh, Bitcoin Stylist, and uh, today I'm going to go over your weekly news and updates. You know, it's like I wanted to say not a lot has happened this week, but then that'd be crazy because we had the uh, Bitcoin price drop down below 26,000. And uh, I've been watching a lot of analysts and chartists talk about how the $25,000 mark is a psychological level. And if it drops below that, then it could continue further. I don't know. I'm not a... I'm not a professional or expert, so this is not financial advice, but that's what I'm hearing. Um, you know, what I did, I bought more because it went down. Uh, so let's kind of talk about what happened with that. And uh, there's some other news and updates as well. Uh, there's something interesting coming out of uh, Coinbase. And uh, I told you last week I would talk to you about what base is. All right, so let's jump right in and not waste any of your time. So let's see here. All right. Okay. So what we have here is an article on Kitco and uh, it is, it's by Ernest Hoffman. It's titled Bitcoin price plummets below $26,000 amid SpaceX selling rumors, Evergrande bankruptcy, macro and market concerns. So something that is uh, very, very, very consistent in all the news is that China is literally a powder keg <laughs> waiting to blow. Like no one thinks that China is in a good uh, economic position. They think that China might grow at 4%, you know, maybe twice the rate as we do, but that's about it. That's the only positive thing I'm seeing that come out of China. That's why I'm wondering like why all these people think that all this like de-dollarization stuff has any legs to it. I think honestly that that the de-dollarization stuff, uh, you know, people moving away from the dollar, I think that there's some credibility there over time. But in the near future, I'm not sure uh, China is a very reliable economy. And you saw that they also um, took spent, sent out their, their financial uh, figures and they decided not to include youth unemployment because it's so high. You know, China cannot be trusted. So how can anybody really rely on China? to be a, uh, a global currency. And the BRICS are meeting uh, this week, they're meeting right, right now. So we'll see what comes of that, but I'm gonna guess probably nothing in the near term. However, I would be more concerned with deflation and um, you know between China and, and Japan, there is good reason to believe if they're not already, they'll start selling US dollars. So that could hurt the dollar. Now, that said, the yuan has just plummeted to uh, a much lower price uh, against the dollar. All right, so that's that de-dollarization news. I just wanted to kind of cover a few points here, but let's go go over to what happened with Bitcoin. Okay, so according to this article, you know, there's a lot of uh, speculation going on on social media and in the news. Wall Street Journal dropped a uh, article that was published on Thursday about Elon Musk's SpaceX. And it says the documents show SpaceX wrote down the value of Bitcoin it owns by $373 million last year and in 2021 and has sold the cryptocurrency. Tesla has taken a similar approach with its Bitcoin holdings, and Musk has posted about cryptocurrencies frequently over the years. So basically, they're saying that um, most likely the news that uh, Elon Musk with SpaceX and Tesla that they've sold their Bitcoin, that news, I'm not sure that we actually got 
a confirmation on any of this. Uh, yes, there's a write down. Yes, there might have been a selling. And um, people are wondering, is this a confidence by the world's richest man and a big time tech company? All right. So the other thing is Evergrande. Evergrande is the largest um, uh, real estate uh, development company in China. And uh, I reported about this last year. And uh, there's a big concern that Evergrande and other indebted and strained property development companies in China were using the Tethers USDT. And there's a big, 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 big speculation that the USDT is actually... Um, the, a lot of their backings is Chinese commercial paper. If it is, that means they've probably lied to us because they've been uh, adjusting their their uh, assets and they've been getting these attestations from um, from uh, accounting firms. So you never know. You know that's why I don't think uh, we should be using USDT. Uh, they don't want to be clear with us at all. Uh, anyway, that's my own opinion. Anyway. So we got SpaceX and Elon Musk. They dump they dump Bitcoin. Evergrande in China uh, issues and concerns is a big concern because China has been moving the needle uh, along with East Asia in the crypto markets. And if their economy is starting to teeter, then people will have less money to buy digital assets, and that will keep the entire market down. I thought this was a really interesting uh, piece here. Um, Marcus Levin, co-founder of XO Network, told Kitco News that he doesn't see a floor of for Bitcoin in the near term. I suspect that Bitcoin could further be could fall further because the economic situation globally is just so precarious. China appears to be in a deep recession and interest rates in the United States are re still relatively high. Levin expects the current Bitcoin sell-off will continue because retail investors lack the ammo to step in. I don't think that retail has all that much discretionary income to invest in digital assets at the moment. That's kind of what I just said about China. Now, it's not just China. It is looking like the whole world. People are struggling around the whole world. Inflation has hit everyone. And uh, change shifting in rates has made money harder to come by, more expensive. And that means that trading or leverage or expanding a business, all these things are taking a toll on people's appetite for risk. So why would anybody put money into the riskiest asset class cryptocurrency? You know, the, the bright spot is that Stop sharing my screen for a second. So the bright spot is that um, the all long-term holders of Bitcoin are at an all-time high. Uh, there are significantly more long-time holders than short-term holders, meaning that people have held their Bitcoin for a year or more. They, they continue to accumulate and the short-term holders are traders or trading. So what that means is, oh, and there's also continuously falling number of cryptocurrency on exchanges. So what that means is that the market is super shallow. That means that when uh, big moves are made by purchasing um, or shorting or whatever, then that's going to have an outsized impact because less people have their money in places where they can change they can trade it. So 
that is also something to consider. So like while some of this news about risk is uh, very important to consider, I personally am uh, paying attention to what gives things value and that's confidence. So as long as something in as long as, as, long as Bitcoin long-term holders continue to buy, I think that that is good. However, I do agree with this uh, Marcus Levin, the co-founder of XYO Network, uh, saying that who knows how far this thing could go down. Um, I'm going to put in my own personal price pred prediction of 20,000 plus or minus 2,500. So that's 17,500 to 22,500. Now, I hope that doesn't break lower than that. Um, if it goes, if it does go down lower below 20, as it goes down, if it drops down below 25,000 or 24,000, I'm definitely going to buy some more. And uh, then I'll be buying more and more and more if it gets the closer it gets to 20,000. And now I, I am like one of these people that this article talks about saying that um, I don't have a lot of discretionary income to put in to the market. We got all kinds of you know student loans coming back on and um the money's getting tighter and tighter because of the economy so but that doesn't mean that i don't have dry powder sitting on the side and uh, i'm ready to fire that money is completely tied up in the crypto market but i can use it for crypto trading uh, but other than that, I don't really have any money. So I do agree with all this. Now, um, just real quick, I thought this was a really interesting piece of news. This is an article on CNBC by Ryan Brown titled Coinbase takes stake in stablecoin firm circle shuts down joint venture as it sees regulatory clarity. So this is just saying that uh, Coinbase and Circle, they created the Center Consortium, which was a private governance organization for USDC. Their whole idea was they'll team together to help lobby for um, regulation and do do uh, share information. And, um, and anyway, so it says that they're going to close it down because they see starting to see regulatory clarity on stable coins. So that's a super positive news. And um, it says that Coinbase, it says Circle launched its own dollar and blah, blah, blah. Where is it? Right. Here we go. Circle said that as well as bringing in Coinbase as an investor and shutting down the center consortium, the company plans to launch USDC on six new blockchains. That is bullish because when a when a when a stable coin goes on a blockchain, people can actually use it. They don't have, they can kind of get in and out of the trades. It puts uh, more money onto the network. And so that's a really good thing, but they said, and it's going to be between September and October. So in the next couple of months, we should see some action. So if we could get a handle on what coins, that what networks are going to be putting their USDC onto, uh, that would be a good buy. Not financial advice, but just a speculative thought. All right. And last but not least, I told you I would look into Coinbase's base network. Um, this is, you know, just the... Coinbase help page saying, what is base? It's a layer two chain that offers, you know, basically it's a blockchain that doesn't have a token and it, but it leverages the EVM, the Ethereum virtual machine, which is the smart, helps you develop smart contracts. So you can, you can develop an application by using the EVM machine and it's all built on as layer two, utilizing the optimism rollups, which just means that 
the all the transactions happen off of Ethereum and they get recorded onto Ethereum at a later time. This enables networks to operate at a larger scale and it helps reduce gas fees. Uh, gas fees on base are paid by paid with Ethereum and Coinbase has already earned over half a million dollars in transaction fees. So this is a good thing for Coinbase. And this is also great because it is potentially creating an on-ramp uh, for, for people who are not necessarily in crypto. It enables people who have a Coinbase account to get into Web3 utilizing more decentralized applications. And it also potentially sets up a precedent for other companies to build private blockchains that connect to public blockchains, which is great for onboarding people. All right, that's the news, that's the updates. Let me know what you think, leave a comment below. I'd love to hear from you. If there's anything you'd like me to talk about, let me know and I'll see you next week.